DCM works, even we're not really sure what it stands for. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. I'm David, your creative director and lead writer. I'm joined as always by my co-host Ben. Oh, silence. <laughs> Silent Trebee just looked at me. Just gave me the fucking death stare. <laughs> I did mix it up by saying nothing at all. Nothing at all. Uh, and today we're talking about the storytelling of Firewatch. Oh, love this game. That storm knocked out the phone line I used to talk to the service, which means we're cut off. I'll see what I can do. You think you'll take to it? Being out here? The isolation gets to people. I don't talk to the other lookouts as much as I talk to you. Not in the same way. So, we played it. We played it when it came out? Yeah, yeah. pretty much the day it came yeah, out. Um, surprisingly early. Uh, YouTube.com slash DCMYHeadPie. <laughs> yeah, we, we did record the, the whole, whole thing. The whole thing is there. You can watch it. Uh, it's the 12 episodes. It's, yeah, it's, we're nearly it's... up to the end. We're pretty mm-hmm. close. Um, it's good. Um, you can go see our like live reactions. But yeah. we really, 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 really enjoyed it. Yeah. It, that was an experience. I think, like, going... Because I had no expectations going on. Yeah. And so all my expectations were met. Yeah. <laughs> well, none of them. Um, a lot of people are disappointed in the ending. That's I thought the ending was That's good. the whole point, though, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Like, yeah. it, that's one of those things where people are disappointed because they clearly missed the point. Yeah. And the and point is that it's people, disappointing. A lot of people were apparently excited. And, like, <laughs> the funniest thing I read, some guy was like, oh, the trailer showed all these different, like, gameplay things. And that was it. Like... That was the only gameplay that yeah. was shown in the trailer, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." They like they baited everyone to thinking that there was going to be all these intricate oh, systems yeah. in the game, which and, they... th- and that's it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> which they do in the game as well. They do, yeah. Um, but you can uh, the probably when this goes up, the episode of Potato Clinic will be up where we kind of talk about yeah, that the ending and the yeah. But I what I wanted to go through is the the narrative spoilers. device. Yeah. Spoil oh yeah, yeah, spoilers obviously. Um, yeah. But if you haven't played it, uh, go watch our Let's Play or play it yourself. Either I way. Mean, the, it is expensive for what it is. Yeah, um, I, I think it's worth every penny. I would gladly buy it again, but I that's just me. But I'm just broke. Yeah, you're broke. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ben is... buy it for like five bucks. For a movie. Whatever your movie tickets cost, like yes. wherever you live, buy it for that much. Because it's an amazing movie. Because it's a really good yeah. movie. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about the kind of narrative device of the mystery and the way that they manipulate the storytelling to kind of have you self-propagate the mystery so like basically for those of you who haven't played it this is gonna be probably yeah don't care about it being spoiled basically you're led to believe throughout the game that there's this government sort of something conspiracy there's some group of people watching you and recording what you're saying on your radio and you sort of start to panic and there's these things happening and there's you know someone clubs you over the head people tapped your radios there's a kid that's missing all this crazy stuff you find this like research base with notes on you and stuff yeah and then at the end you find out that it's just a guy, just a guy. who maybe killed his kid maybe his kid died, his by, kid accident. Just died by accident and, and he just to... he's just hiding and he's trying to scare he's just trying to scare you off so that you don't discover the body and tell anyone yeah it's just about a guy it's not even that it's just he just like he just wants you to go yeah he wants you to not be there yeah because he's like this like for whatever reason he's just like this is this is fucked like I fucked up and I yeah. leave like, just go just get yeah, out just let me be just yeah. let me be so he goes and he basically becomes a hermit yeah and and so there's no great sort of like there's no, there's no government conspiracy <laughs> there's no fantastic no. action ending it's just the fire comes you have to leave and you find out that it's just a guy who's got a dead son yeah, and he's a little sad. The girl that you kind of spend the whole game flirting with 
leaves without you. <laughs> yeah, and literally, you, you never see her. You never see her. She goes because it's, it's a fire. She leaves because there's a fire, and you get scared because you think you're going to be left there. Yeah, but obviously you wouldn't because that's never going to happen because yeah. it's real life. And then it ends, and you're left with a crippling sense of sadness and, and a the realization. If you yeah, remembers to take them, and there's this realization you get that things nothing aren't matters. <laughs> things. Nothing matters. Life is sometimes life just happens. Yeah. So that's the premise of the game. That's the basis. The genius part of this game is the way that it propagates the mystery. Yeah. So. Basically, like, it's mostly about what isn't said, and I think you you touched before when we were kind of making some notes on the radio, so could you talk us through a bit about so, like, what you were saying? The radio gives you this weird illusion of choice. It's so like, it's like a dialogue tree. Yeah, of. it's the only, like, it's really the main mechanical focus of the game, yeah. is pulling up the radio and talking. And they, they play around it with at times where, like, Delilah will get angry and turn off the radio, and there's times where... You're inside the cave and you're trying to talk to Delilah, and there's no reception. and there's no reception. And like and at first, you're like, "Oh no, Delilah's gone," but then you realize, "No, it's no, it's just, just you're a, in a cave. cave." Yeah, and you ever tried to use a cell phone in a cave? It's not <laughs> yeah. happening. And the what they do with the radio is that they, you know, they the trees, the options they give you are very descriptive. Like pretty much, you'll say exactly what's written. Yeah, it's it's not some it's, Dragon Age yeah, thing. It's where not it's... like Fallout Four. It's Fallout Three. Yeah, so it's, it actually tells you what you're gonna say and. Half of the power of it is that it will give you like three options. Yeah, ninety percent of players will pick one because it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like something sensible, something sensible, and then just something batshit crazy. And you just want to know what you like. Because there's a moment where we're like, oh, my favorites are when you're flirting, and there's an yeah. option to go f- to be more to be more flirtatious. And every you time we both go, oh, like this is gonna end terribly. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Like it's the oh god, let's do it. Yeah. Like and, and it's that weird illusion of choice where like even if you choose the other options, you, you pretty much go down the same path mm. of feeling like something's weird. Weird is going on, and because even even in the sense that like the options they give you are like these are the things that your character's thinking of saying. Yes. Like, you could say any of these things. So when it says like you know two things whatever and then the third option is i feel like i'm going crazy what if none of this is real yes that gets in your mind and you think okay may- like, maybe maybe, maybe true yeah because that's how thinking works yeah. in re- like when you have that thought just having that thought is enough to make that thought real enough to yeah. keep having it, it. shows like, like those options show like what henry is thinking and then you just choose which one to say yes and most of the time we you just pick chose the, the crazy the, one the crazy because ones because that's what you feel at the moment yeah, like when you, it's happening you want to find just you want to see what happens you want to see if there's anything you know you want to see if like if this dialogue choice opens up some great revelation yes it never does because that's what we hope in life is that we'll have some conversation. Someone will say something, and we'll go, "Oh, oh that's the meaning of life yeah. that I've been missing." That's because everything I, makes sense. People now. have this thing, and I, I've said this before, not not directly on the podcast, but I've said it a few times. But people have this thing where, like, everyone seems to assume that the one day in primary school when they were sick with the flu is the day that everyone else had the lecture on how to have a happy and meaningful life, <laughs> and they missed it because they had the flu. Yeah, everyone walks around thinking that everyone else is happy, and ever they're like, "I just must have missed that lecture in primary school." Yeah, where everyone else got told to have a happy, fulfilling life, and I didn't. Yeah. No, no, everyone's fucking miserable. All right, <laughs> everyone has different shades of miserable, but the difference is, like this game, the whole point of it is, you said it perfectly before. You want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes, and it turns out it's a foot deep. Yeah, 
You said that, and I wrote it down. I was like, that's, that's perfect, because that's, <laughs> that's what this what game, the game is. is. It's like, turns out, life is not that complicated. Yeah, and the the whole conspiracy, and, like, the, the we made a mention in the Let's Play of the um the two girls that go missing. Like, they're, they're your first conflict in the game. Yes. Is that these two girls running around, like, like start a fire, and you're like, and you, you're like, hey, girls, stop starting a fire. We pissed them off because we, we threw, threw their, their stereo in the which wall. is actually a crime <laughs> yeah, yeah which is which pops up later in the game and like it makes you feel like oh shit like consequences kind of thing yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter literally it doesn't change the yeah, game yeah they turn up later on in their phone yeah yeah like about an hour before like half an hour before the game ends it's just like yeah we found them they just went on a joyride and got put in jail for a bit because they're dumb kids because they're dumb teenagers and i think you, when we were playing it you were like you know what they just did i'm like what and i'm like you're like they just closed the initial conflict to make this conflict feel worse and this was still when we were still like there's a there's a conspiracy like something like this was before we realized and it and that sort of closing of that storyline just made it like okay something's definitely going on because if it's not the girls then who is it yeah it's it's a very clever like because i because when i consume stuff now because i because all i do at the moment like i'm writing so much that all I'm thinking about is structure and narrative yeah. and storytelling and stuff. So, like, when that happened, I was like, oh, like, I, yeah. I, even though I knew that that was a narrative technique, it meant that I knew something worse was about to happen. Yeah. So I got even more worried than if I hadn't noticed. And it also, like, it, and, like, because they were able to just close that storyline fine, it meant that before then they could throw all these wild accusations of huge consequences. Yes. Like, when they go missing and it's just like, we're the last people who have talked to them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like we killed them. And he's like, he's like, Henry, he's like, you're the last person to have seen them he's alive. Like, Shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then she, the, I can't think of what the other thing is, but she doesn't report something. She, I can't think of what she, 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 she doesn't, you committed not to report something to do with the girls. Yeah. And she's just like, I just filed a false report. Yeah. To the police, essentially. Yeah. And, she, and they have, and they've tapped our radios, so they know. Yes, I was lying. and they've got transcripts of and that. And you're like, shit. And there's a moment where you're like, oh, that moment Nothing is that, is that moment's rough. And that's that that's... also that comes off the back of a really great sequence where the clipboard. Uh, no, clipboard? I mean, I mean before the so the radio call when the girls go missing is just after you've had your sandwich, I yeah. think. So you're sitting on the rock, and she's like, hey, you having a nice beautiful. day, Henry? And it's this, like, I... It's like day three, or day seven. And it's, and it's just, just gorgeous. Like, we that like, yeah. <laughs> That moment for me was when I was like, this game. Like, it just, it's stunning. And then you get this this parcel of dialogue, and it hits you in, the like, that small part of your chest really high up, and you're yeah. like, fuck. Like, it just... <laughs> the penny drops, and you're like, this is this kind of a yeah. game where things matter, and this is gonna be bad. Yeah. And then it kind of just escalates. And that moment of escalation is when they go... Here is like here's your in- like the inciting incident is that Henry's wife is sick and he goes and gets this job as doing f- as yeah, fi- fire watching. Yeah. yeah, so that's the inciting incident of the story. The middle build occurs when the girls go missing. He finds like their f- so the They're sorry destroyed. He, the 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 wire is cut. Right. So the part of the right part of the the end of the uh, initial sort of opening is the girls and the radio and. They go away, and then you find their camp, and the wires cut. That is sort of part of the middle, the start of the middle yeah. build, right? The really interesting thing about the way they do it is that ties in. There are inconsistencies with, like, there's panties up near where, uh, yeah. near where the wire is cut, and there's these inconsistencies that make you go, Wait "It can't minute. have been the girls who did blah blah blah, yeah, because, who were there and there yeah. at the same time." You start to think there's someone else there. You mentioned that when the wires cut, and it's just like. 
the on the panties it's like fuck off freak or whatever and some shit and then you go down to find their note and it's just like also why'd you steal our panties and we were just like we didn't we didn't do that yeah and it's like oh like, someone else oh. did i don't think i don't think henry mentions that no henry doesn't he would, say he it. doesn't say anything but i i was yeah, i noticed we, it immediately we, yeah, yeah. We we're like wait a minute and it's that weird thing where it's like it's almost as if because they and they obviously did that on purpose mm. they said look henry won't realize it's almost to make you as a player be like oh henry didn't realize so maybe it's not true maybe i'm just thinking weirdly yeah maybe i've and imagined it, it you into which just gets you more into it, it for, gets yeah you more into his head which is because he's doing the he's same the thing crazy one because yeah. he's like is am i are you even real like the moment there was a moment i distinctly remember this where i said to you i was like ben what if she's not real and you were we, like we were like we were like what if delilah's following i was losing my fucking mind i was like what if she's the one that's following what if because her silhouette isn't up there and as me as like a designer i'd think i would have put a silhouette up there to be like oh like she's a human being but they don't on probably on purpose but like until then you go up there and you don't see her. you don't see her. <laughs> it's, it, but it's like like until that line of dialogue where you verbalize that you think you're going crazy yeah. there's no indication that you should think that at all like she's just comes a, up and you're she's just trusting like, and friendly and i just and it confirms it confirmed the thing that we talked about and yeah. so like it's it's a really interesting kind of structural phenomenon that they've managed to create where you kind of you predict what's going to happen but it's not like you've it's not like it's telegraphed you just kind of yeah you, you think project like, you you like you think like oh you think it's just going to be like a traditional like you keep trying to think of like what the twist is yeah and you're like oh maybe delilah's like i was like oh maybe delilah's in on it yeah like, maybe delilah's part of the conspiracy or maybe like yeah she's following us around and just being sneaky yeah and, like the oh lost my train of thought <laughs> um i i kind of get what you were going where it's like it what it allows you to do is it kind of allows you to project your yeah, assumption because like the whole game is yeah it, 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 what it does is you have these you have these like assumptions in your head and then the game gives you the opportunity to to be like okay i'm not like i'm not thinking wildly like this is a possibility yeah it lets you disprove your own disbelief yeah only to prove you wrong after so it goes so you go i think xyz is happening then the game goes, so Henry will think, hey, what if XYZ is happening? And you're like, then yep. immediately he'll be like, oh no, it can't be that. Well, sometimes kind of it thing. kind of runs with it. Like, especially with that, am I going, like, is am that I going insane thing? Like, and then that it, runs for a while. And that gets worse when you start to hear, like, you get the thing that beeps. And part of that <laughs> is you find these backpacks with these, like, fucking alarms on them. Yeah, and you're just like, you're like, who's, you're doing, like, this? who's doing this? This whole time you don't realize it's. It is someone. Yeah, because there's part of you that's like, maybe this backpack isn't fucking real, because who would do this? Like, who would, aliens, who would do this? Maybe, maybe there's a fucking dragon. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, because it's a video game, and there are yeah. so many options as to how it could go. If you go to a cinema, and you watch a fucking James Bond film, chances are there's a villain pulling the strings. If yeah. you watch fucking Ninja Turtles, chances are it's fucking Shredder it's behind Shredder the plot of the yeah. episode. But in this game that has no context... That you don't even know if it's know like if it's a the thriller. Same universe is it real? Now. Is it yeah. a real world thing? Like what the? F- and then it just keeps playing with that idea, yeah. and it's like, what world are we in? Do you know? Does Henry know? Does Delilah know? Yeah. Like you, your expectations are built up because you need to try and predict what happens next to get a sense of like safety. Like you need to be yeah. like, oh. I, I'm smarter than the game. I know that blah 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 is going to happen next, and the game goes. Oh, when I when we were playing the whole time, every time like 
we went into some sort of animation that took away a mouse movement. I'm like, yep, jump scare, here we you're go. Panic. Never yeah. happened. Never happened. And you're panic, yeah. Never happened. Happened once when I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. And your panic there is genius on that part. Because what they're doing it's is... based off, like, yeah. things I'm used to. Because you're sitting there going... I'm like, I, I know, know what's going to happen. I know, what I know it's do, yeah. yeah, but they don't because they're like, this isn't a game. This is more like real life. They do it once. What, what's when the you pick up the the red radio after the clipboard? Ah, like, but... oh, what's this? And you get bashed in the back. That was it's the only time you do it. And you just don't notice. Yeah. You don't realize it because you're so invested in just like, what's this radio? And you pick it up and just out of nowhere. We, I don't know if you noticed, but when you picked it up, we both leaned forward to look <laughs> at it, like in our seats. I remember this really distinctly because. I was cutting the audio, and I was like, well, we, got really, we got really loud and close, but we yeah. both went, like, we both leaned into, I, like, we leaned into the screen, because we're yeah. like, what the fuck, and then we get clubbed, yeah. and it's like, the fact that we were so invested that we leaned forward as Henry yeah. leaned forward, <laughs> then you get clubbed, that's an effective, it's not even a jump scare, it's just a, it's, it's jarring, because you're, like, you're so in Henry's head that you're not expecting it, yeah. um, and it's, you know, I think it comes back to the thing of they let you create your expectation because the structure it's structurally superb like they've got the beats of the story are so well structured that you try and predict them as they happen and you always get it slightly wrong yeah and they never confirm anything till the very end and then it's just it takes all the expectations you had puts them in a box shakes it up and then goes yeah this is what could have happened but really real life is not that interesting and it hands you back the empty box and you're like you're like, oh, fuck. Fucking hell. And the box is empty. Then you leave. Yeah, then you then and you then leave you and it's over. Go home. You go home to your over. fucking out, is, your, is, your Alzheimer ridden wife. There is and your one other human life. being in the entire game. Yes. That's the thing I found odd is that at the start and this is just like a weird thing I noticed, is that there's there's one animal. It's the deer at the very start of the game. I didn't even realize it was a deer. I we didn't look it up for lot. Yeah. I was being an idiot. But there's there's a deer. <laughs> and yeah. then in the end there's just the fire fighter person that's it those are the only other well and the girls and the creepy guy but they're just silhouettes yeah like those are the only things other animals humans you other entities really it's really weird the whole game is very isolated mm. and it's which of... i think i mean that kind of speaks to like the isolation of because i mean it's obviously you know there's, there's like some tangential metaphors built throughout of like yeah. henry and for him delilah is an escape from the problems that he's facing and this yeah. job is an escape and like He's isolated in his life because his wife has this... She's got this sort of Alzheimer thing, and it's sort of... He's now physically isolated himself in the same way that he was mentally isolated. It's almost like the fire is an escape from the the job. Yes. Which is, yeah. Which is weird. Because the... And then the mystery becomes an escape from his real problem, which is that his wife has fucking Alzheimer's, and he's spent his entire summer flooding with this person that he's never met. Yeah. Like, that's the real issue of, like, in his life, his real issue is that he can't reconcile the fact that his wife is dying, and that he, he's he gone to do this thing, to go to this Firewatch thing, to try and process and come back together, and, like, go back and be like, okay, I've got a handle on my life, I'm yeah. good again. Instead, he goes there, and he meets this person, Delilah, and it kind of makes the problem worse, but we're so invested in their relationship that we don't realize this till the end, when she's like, well, I have to go because there was a fire? Yeah. And you're like, oh, but I thought you were going to wait. Yeah. I you were gonna it's, wait. Just like, it's just like, we could go Aww. together. And she's like, no. She's like, no, because you have a wife and I, like, why would that's... And pretty sure she still has a boyfriend. We ne- we could, we've, we have to rewatch that. So we there's, both, there's there, a, there is a note where it says like, has had multiple male partners, current long-term partner, and then the 
guy's name is like Jaden or something. Yeah. And then he's just like, you have a boyfriend? She's like, what? No, I didn't. And it's like, no. See, I thought it was the other way around where she'd lied to you about having a boyfriend. No, I think She'd it was... said, I have a boyfriend. And then you're like, you don't have a boyfriend. Like, I, ca- I no, can't it was, remember No, it was that. a case she never told him she had a boyfriend. Oh, okay. And he's just like, that's why he's just like, wish, he's like, I wish you hadn't left that out or something. Yeah. He's basically like, I wish you had told me you had a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Because she's interesting in the sense that, like, she... The the best parts of her character and threaded through the story are the fact that she subverts your expectation in really subtle ways. So, like, yeah. when she tells the story about... Uh, so, so when, when, the f- when the fire starts and you name it, she tells you the story of, like, before that happens. So, like, the first night that you wake up and she's like, wake up, Henry, get your radio look at the fire like there's a fire and yeah. you go and you look at it you have that conversation she tells you a story about how uh in santa monica i think her sister used to put bottles of liquor yeah in the pond outside the house thing. or something yeah. or particular or whatever um that story isn't we like it's not actually what she doesn't tell it well I, I was re-watching this episode the other day she doesn't tell it well at all it's not even a really good story but you think it is, like, you think it's interesting because you're interested in her. Yeah. And the fact that she doesn't tell that story well, she's she basically is like, oh, yeah, it happened in Santa Monica, and she would pour tequilas, like, the size of your head or whatever. Like, it's, it's not... Yeah, yeah. Marguerite is. Well. It's not well told. It's yeah. not... Like, she just tells you, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. But the bit that matters is the bit afterwards where you have this really intimate moment. But the fact that the story is poorly told <clears throat> reminds you that you're invested in her as a person, not... Like, yeah. you don't really care what she's saying anymore. I think the thing that caught me off guard in that sequence was when she was like, look at the fire, and we were talking. And then she gets all flirty with you. And I, I ended up just, like, wandering off, mm. like, down the stairs. And then, like, right when you're, like, you, we said something, like, obnoxiously flirty, she's just like, are you looking at the fire? And I'm like, what? Uh, no, yeah, totally. That was so and funny. I'm, like, running up the you were, stairs. You were like, like oh. I'm totally <laughs> looking at the fire. Because I, I just got completely well, lost. Because <laughs> if I was playing in that moment, I would have... St- stopped i would have been i would have stayed where i was and stayed at the fire because that's what she was doing yeah but you were like no i'm gonna go for a wander and i was, I was like, like yeah whatever because that's what you were doing she's like yeah. you look at the fire and I'm you're like, no the panic on your feet you're like huh i'm not <laughs> like you look so guilty <laughs> it was real. that's so great that that's yeah i would like and obviously if if you were still looking at the fire instead of because henry says like oh no i'm, I'm not kind of you know guilty no i think i think he says i I will, but like, he, he doesn't say he isn't, but he's like, I, I will. Yeah, and I think if they they probably have sort of it coded in that if you are still looking at the fire, he's just like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, of course I am. So it's, it's yeah, the I think the dialogue between the two is, like, easily the best part because it's not, like, the voice acting sells it, like, really well, voice acting. I mean, which, it helps that Delilah's voice comes from a radio it means you can just overlay it with a little bit of static and just hide the imperfections every now and then. Um, I think that... But the... This, yeah. But the script is really well written because it's not... Like you said, like, they're not good storytellers. Yeah. Which is... They shouldn't be because they're just normal people. They're just people. It's... Yeah. yeah it, they... Their conversations feel so organic. It's uncanny. Yeah. Like, it's... That kind of screenwriting is so hard to do. And the fact that the voice acting and the way that the game is put together... The fact that it nails it. You know, actually, I think one of the biggest reasons it works is because it's via radio. You're actually allowed to have pauses between lines. So, like, one of the biggest things, and I went to see a play last night, um, and the biggest problem they had is that they were inexperienced actors, so they would finish a line and then pause and and someone else would read their line instead of a real real conversation where you talk over the end of each other, right? They weren't doing that because they hadn't acted for long enough. 
Yeah. The advantage the game has is that structurally, because it's by a radio, you've always got a little bit of a pause. Even if it's just putting the button on yeah, or off or whatever. You don't have that like uncanny valley thing that other game yeah. dialogue has where there's awkward pauses between Yeah, or there's talking. not enough pauses, or they're yeah. too short or too long. In that it like it really works. Yeah. And the advantage you get is it gives you time to think about your choice. And also in game you can you can like you can quote unquote buffer um conversation where if Delilah's talking and you input something, it just waits for her to finish talking and, and then, then it goes. And then you immediately put it in and it it works well because it if you are think like from a if you go back and like rewatch our playthrough, like moments where we're like actually thinking about our decision, like Delilah will sometimes be like like, hey, like She's like, What respond. do you respond? Yeah. And like and if you input a decision when she's saying that, it's like so it's like okay as like if you were talking with someone and they're like, Hey, what do you like hurry up and respond? You would immediately as soon as they finish yeah. talking respond. Yeah. Because you're like, I know what I'm saying, shut up, let me talk. And obviously he's just like not being rude. So it's like the the radio gives like the radio gives a reason for there to be that like pause between dialogue mm. which is natural with any dialogue system because you know talking just immediately from your thought is almost instantaneous whereas pressing a button or scrolling down yeah, the mouse yeah. wheel holding and releasing shift isn't instantaneous exactly like it takes a while yeah and i think that's just like it would be if it was like oh it's like an earpiece that you talk into that's like always running or something like the fact that it's a walkie-talkie something that is so low tech yeah like it helps that it helps push that idea and make it a lot more natural i think that i mean that's it's it's one of the most important narrative devices in the story itself because the walkie-talkies are your link to delilah and it, it becomes really safe and then when that is intruded yeah, upon the first moment where you hear a cough before <laughs> you get me. clocked the amount of stress that puts on basically you... it, it, it what happens is it goes here is your safety net your safety net is delilah and the radio yeah she is literally the only person out here who can help if you get yeah. into trouble and the minute you hear that cough and because you i think you ask you ask her a question she goes quiet and then you hear a cough and you're like delilah did you cough and you're like well she asked you yeah i was like yeah i was like oh that that's kind of weird and then she's like did you cough and you're like, what you're the like fuck? We, we both went fuck yeah and then, so like we didn't cough. and then you see the radio and you pick it up and boom yeah it's you're, you're and then it's sort of yeah but that that moment where um that mechanic or that it's not even that mechanic but that structure of safety like it's a safety net like yeah. it's it's kind of like uh when gandalf dies in lord of the rings like yeah. you're like whoa shit yeah gandalf's dead like he was the guy that had all the answers and he's dead fuck like it, it's the same kind of it pulls that safety net away but the great thing the game does is it reconstructs the safety net similarly but not quite the same you get a different set of radios that are also bugged but you suddenly don't care as much are they bugged or is it I'm just I'm not sure I think they are nearby, I think they are bugged oh I think I'm not sure if they're bugged or if he just has a, a receiver radio. yeah I, I'm not sure but the because he has the um when you when you find the notes we'll find one of the notes it has like the radio frequency they're on and I mean radios aren't locked two-way no radios are like that yeah even if you have walkie-talkies which only communicate with each other they are using a frequency you can listen on yeah um so i think it's it, just a case of the new ones were a different frequency yeah which is like okay that's yeah. there's not many other radio frequencies he clearly just kept scanning with yeah which is fine yeah. like i'm fine with that but the thing that i think is really clever about that is because when you find his hideout you find he has a ham radio yes 
So it's like, yeah, of course yeah. you can listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the the reason that I really enjoyed that is that what that does is when that, when that rug gets pulled away the first time, the safety net is gone. What happens the next time when you get the new radios isn't that the safety net is replaced, but it's restructured. So like it it no longer feels as safe as it did, and it no longer has the same sense of safety. But it kind of uh, it's hard to articulate what I mean, but it's sort of um. It's like if you put the safety net back in, but uh, it was missing half of it. Well, it's like, also because when they, when you find out that the second radios are also bugged, you don't care as much about the fact that it's bugged. You care about the fact that now they have a recording of you saying, well, Delilah saying they should burn the place yes. down. Like, that's the main issue. And even as a player, you don't really... Like, we all just... You sort of see it coming. You're like, oh, of course these radios are still... Yeah, there's no way they're clean. Yeah, like, of course they are. Which is fine, because, again... You already know the safety net isn't safe, yeah. So kind of just, like, given up almost. Because once you know the safety net isn't safe, it's still there, but it's... Yeah, you've accepted that it's going to let you fall. Yeah. So, but you don't care about that as much. You care more about the f- what you're going to land on. Yeah, now. you're at the latter stages where you're, where as a player, you're yourself, you're thinking like, "Fuck all of this, like let's just get out of here." Like, I don't care about whether my radio is bugged. I just want to yeah. get out, kind of. Thing. So, it, yeah, it, it changes your focus of. You start off being like, "I don't want to fall," then you go, "It's fine if I fall. I've got a safety net." What happens then is, I don't care about the safety net. I care where I'm going to land. Yeah. After that. Like, it kind of changes your perspective, and it, it, it ups the stakes dramatically. Yeah. But kind of in a lateral sense, and it's really hard to do in writing, and particularly in games. Like, it's... Yeah. That kind of conflict is so intricate, and they did it so well, yeah. that I think... Well, I mean, you have, you have to really build it up, and obviously, they were able to pull it off, because they... The vessel they used for that conflict is the most important mechanical... In the, yes. in the game it's the radio it's the it's the one thing that matters in the game it's the actual mechanic aside yeah. from the movement in the world it's pretty much the game yeah. is the radio yeah and so fucking with that it's, yeah, like, it's like it feels really brutal it's really intrusive yeah, yeah. i mean it's yeah it's just uh, it's so well constructed that my concern now moving forward is that anyone else who tries to do anything remotely similar like any any other first person narrative yeah. is really going to struggle because this is not that this is perfect by any means. No. It has its flaws, but... It's a bit too short for my taste. It's... I wish it went a bit longer, but... I don't know. I thought it was perfect for what it was. Like, it... Yeah. I mean, <sighs> if, if it had gone longer, it prob- the ending probably would have felt like a cop-out. Yeah. The fact that it just crashes really fast. I think the the pacing is almost perfect. Yeah. Um, it... As far as, like, it gives you enough time to breathe on your resolution, and then it ends, and you just are left to stew with yourself. Like, it, <laughs> it's it's quite sort of... It knows its limits, and it's like, hey we know when to stop. And that's a yeah. big problem that a lot of games have. Like, that's my biggest problem with Fallout 4, is that it they didn't know when to stop with the main story. Yeah. There's a whole... Like, I, I discovered the other day, there's a whole second story that I haven't even started. Like, there's actually a second main campaign, yeah. aside from finding your kit. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Like, I've been playing this game for a hundred fucking hours. I'm not mm. doing it. Fuck that. So I just... I haven't picked it up again. But, like, Campos Santos, the guys who made this, they clearly were like, we know where our limits are, and we know if we push this further, it's going to ruin what we have. Yeah, I mean, in terms of... It actually it actually is a Unity game. Like, yeah, we discovered that afterwards. Yeah, like, during a playthrough, I'm like, this doesn't feel like Unity. It's Unity. Um, it's actually one of the best Unity games. It's up there with um, uh, Among the Sleep and Gun- Guns of Icarus. Yeah, in terms yeah. of just polish and making it not seem like Unity. I mean, spending... It just It's spending time with it, is what yeah. they did. Um, and you can... I mean, it shows, like, they've spent... 
as a team, they've clearly spent a lot of time with the game. Like, and, it, like, as, like, I've used Unity quite a lot, and, like, when I realised it was Unity, I, th- I looked back and I'm like, yeah, it actually shows a lot of, like, the way they, especially with a lot of the mechanics, how it's like, you know, you have the fishing rod, and then it disappears. Like, that's a very, like, easy thing to do in Unity. Like, mm. it's very easy to just, like, whenever anyone else would be like, oh, man, we got to add, like, like make someone spawn with a fishing rod? That's kind of tedious. And then, like, they, it's like... But it's like, in Unity, you're just like, yeah, just give them a fishing rod. Yeah. yeah puts it away. It's yeah. like, it's gone nice. forever. Yeah. I think I think it's, it facilitated so, like, they definitely them. used the engine to its advantage. Oh, they played it straight. Like, so technically, it's very... Yeah, yeah it, I mean, like, we really enjoyed it. And I think there's a big lesson here to learn about storytelling if... Because, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's one of the best stories that I've experienced in a while. In terms, Yeah, in terms of, like, the genre of walking simulators, mm. it's definitely up there. Beats, beats Dare Esther, which was, like, probably the first big walking yeah. simulator. I love Dare Esther. I it's great. I still think it's good, but Firewatch is so much better. It, yeah, it's... It, I mean, this is, this is what that... This is what the genre could do. Yeah. Like, this is the pinnacle... I think this it's might the be. Pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, I think anyone that could top this has to re- like they would have to do something amazingly impressive because yeah. this is, it's it's taken the strength of the genre and it's just pushed them to their limits. Yeah, um, and it tells a fantastic story. I think it's they employ a bunch of brilliant narrative devices. The mystery is compelling, but not sort of they don't overdo the mystery. They let it kind of stew on itself. Yeah, like the characters are amazing. The voice acting is fantastic. Like it's. It's a fantastic narrative. It's a great story. I think one of the strengths of the mystery is that it gives you so many possible, like, outs. Yeah. Like, you find, like, the note of the missing person, you're like, maybe that's the dude. And you find the two girls, you're like, maybe this is all the two girls. And you have the story of Brian and Ned, you're like, maybe it's Brian and Ned. And then you have the Ron and Dave characters who are just in writing. You're like, maybe this is all Ron and Dave. Yeah, you've got a lot of options. And then it, like, closes them off. It doesn't even close all of them. I don't even know what happened to the missing dude. Just one by one, kind of slowly. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's not the two girls. And then it's like, Dave and Ron, it could be them, but you, you don't really see much of them. Yeah. They're probably gay for each other. I have a feeling they're gay for each other. I think they were fucking, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah but, like, that idea of, like, yeah, they narrow, <laughs> they narrow the possible streets. Yeah. And the only options left are bad ones. Yeah, the only, well, you you create your own options. You like, well, yeah, you, you start this, to invent them. Yeah, what if go, Delilah like, is? What if it's Delilah? Yeah. What if it's a government conspiracy? Like, you create these non characters, and you start to believe that it's them more than just the actual characters. And like, if, told that like exist. If, to if 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 you were to write a, a detective novel that did that, it would be a fucking triumph because it's would have so to, hard to yeah, do. Yeah, because you would have to introduce the characters of the government conspiracy without introducing Which, them as characters. like, you can do, I guess. You do through, well, like, we, like, the Firewatch did it through the environment. It did it yeah. through coming up to this gate and having it say, like, no entry, US code, 1880 thing, and then yeah. you're, and then Herring saying, this looks like Area 51. Boom, immediately, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that and that's just, just such, that's just great writing. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, we could, I mean, we could talk amazing things about this game all day, but uh, we've got an episode of Potato Clinic up, yeah. uh, on the so game, more into the mechanics, uh, a little more into the mechanics yeah. side of things, uh, and then we've also got uh, the oh, let's play you can watch. So there's plenty of us talking about it. So we're not going to waffle on. We love this game, yeah. and it's it does some brilliant things with its story. Yeah. So where can people where can people find us, Ben? Podcast at DCM dot works. Yes. Uh, uh, Twitter is at DCM underscore works. Uh, we also follow hashtag AFA pod. Yeah. Um, all of that stuff is in the show notes. Patreon.com slash DCM works. Um, and if you get any value from the show, uh, we ask that you consider giving a little bit of value back and leaving us a rating or 
favorite or subscribe or whatever it is on wherever you are. We really appreciate any feedback you can give us, and the more that uh, you throw those ratings on iTunes, you know, the more people can hear the show and the more people can enjoy it. Hurrah. Good. Um, but uh, I suppose that's it from us, and as always, uh, we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. It was a very, like, well done, and, like, the gameplay is super fun, <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make it up. Yeah. yeah. That's like, this is just the truth, buddy.